Good evening. Thank you for coming and listening to Out and Out Vibes podcast. This is Nancy and Gina. And we're here with a great guest. Who's our guest today, Gina? Her name is Sylvia, and she's here to talk about what she loves to do and where she's from. So, Sylvia, where do you originate from? Where are you from? Actually, I was born in Cuba. I came to this country at the age of nine. And what made your family come from Cuba to America? Well, the Fidel Castro Revolution, like as so many Cubans. And where did you live when you came to the U.S.? Well, I've lived in a number of places. Now, I pretty much settled down in the Philadelphia area 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But first, I lived for eight years in Miami. Then I lived in the Appalachian area of Virginia. Then I came north. I lived in Washington, D.C. And during my adult life, I also spent eight years living in Central America in Guatemala before coming back to the U.S. and eventually moving to Philadelphia. So I've moved around quite a bit. So, Sylvia, you are an artist. What types of art do you do? Well, I I work with oil on canvas, and I do portraits. And portraits are all I do, and it's the thing I want to do. Uh, I'm fascinated by them because what I like doing is portraying people and portraying what people are like and their feelings, their emotions, and their lives. And that fascinates me. I will never get tired of doing that. So, Sylvia, when you do a portrait, um, how do you start to get the inspiration for the portrait? Um, Sometimes I will see a photograph or even a scene from a movie. And there'll be something about it, and I'll say, oh, my God, I need to paint that. Um, That is one way. Other times a decision has been made in advance, and I'm going to paint a certain person or certain people. And then it's a case of finding photographs that are going to work. And first, I need to have a sense of what the person is like. So I'll have a sense of how to portray him to bring out those traits. Um, It's a lot like I assume an actor must work. He has a character he needs to convey, and he needs to say, say, okay, what are this person's traits, and what do I do in my portrayal that will bring out those traits? So a lot of decisions are actually made before I've put a brush on canvas Um, because the whole issue of how you design the portrait um, is so important to the message you convey. So when you are doing your research, does that mean that you're working only on historical people or do you do current people? Oh, yeah, both, both. And if you're doing somebody you're not personally acquainted with, it's so much easier to do it these days because you have access to so many photographs, but also um, on channels like YouTube, you have 
uh, access to so many videos uh, that show this person that you want to do. So when you do it from a picture, do you feel like if it's someone, let's say, I'll just pick someone like Marilyn Monroe, you have pictures everywhere of them. Do you feel that you can encompass the different pictures in one? No. If, if, if I understand your question, the answer would be no, because anybody, especially someone as famous, you've seen so many facets of their personality. No, you can't. You have to, and this is part of the decision-making process. To a degree, it's, okay, what side of the person am I going to show? And you, and it involves you really thinking deeply about that person and what will convey who they were best. And then you start, it's a combination of making that decision and looking through the visual material available to find something that will help you communicate what you feel that person is or was like. When you are creating the picture and you are picking out different poses and looks of the person that you're going to paint, are you creating the way they are sitting and looking or are you taking that all from a picture that you find? A lot of the paintings I do are jigsaw puzzles. Um, so it's a really good question. Uh, I wish I, my life would be so much easier if I could always just find the ideal photograph, but it doesn't work that way. More times than I can tell you, I will find a head that I think is absolutely perfect. And then I will see if there's something else that would give me the body. But a lot of times I actually end up paying somebody to come and be the model for the body. Because the head, that perfect head I found was attached to a body which for whatever reason wasn't going to work for me. And I have to find someone of a comparable build to use for the body and then something separate to use for the background. Now with your paintings, um, what would you say is the one that has touched you the most in past or even present people paintings? What oh, has touched you? Oh, I couldn't you? answer that. I have done so many and, and they're all my children to a degree. Um, I would say that the the ones that um, I am most satisfied with or I think are the most important are the ones that I paint people in all conditions and when they're going through happy times and when they're going through times that are not so great. And... I especially value when I've had a chance to paint people when they're not there in one of those times that are not so great or later in life when you show certain vulnerabilities. And, and part of that is 
you're sort of telling people, look around you for people who might be in this sort of situation. Mm-hmm. So with those, I feel like I'm making a statement that I consider important about a relationship with each other. So it seems like you want to paint more than just a smiling, happy, perfect person. You want us to see the real meat and potatoes of what these people are experiencing in their lives. Oh, absolutely. And I always say, and I think this is really important to understanding how I approach painting, that if you asked me what my closest artistic cousins are, I'm not going to say landscape painters or genre painters, whatever. I'm going to say um, fiction writers and playwrights and actors because my focus is on character, on creating characters just as theirs is. That is what I love. And that's why I, I will never be interested in painting anything other than people. Because my work is about the human experience. So I it, just happen to use paint. So it sounds like however you capture the individual, you put your heart and their soul in each painting that you do, no matter who it is. That's probably a fair statement, yes. Mm-hmm. To me, capturing the feeling is is just vital it's the most important thing about the painting when did you start painting as a child or as an adult now you know i always say to people all children doodle and i just never stopped Ah. did you always paint as a child or did you do a different medium as a child no you're you're right i drew as a child And it was when I was a teenager that my parents said, you know, this is serious, what you've got here. And they first got me pastels, and I started doing portraits in pastel. And then it was recommended to me that I switch to oil, and and I did. And I'm glad it was recommended because it's so much easier to do good effects in oil. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Now, with your paintings, you have some that are in your collection. And I know that you have shown them in various locations in the area. Can you tell us in the Philadelphia area where you have had your paintings in the past? Sure. Most prominently, I have a collection of of historical African-American figures that preceded Martin Luther King. And that was actually the whole collection on exhibit in Philadelphia City Hall for two months last year, right outside the mayor's office. That was a great honor. Oh, wow. And who are, how many figures did you have of African-American people? Uh, Counting the Martin Luther King, I think it's 19. Wow, it chronologically ends with Martin Luther King. Uh, and your sizes of your painting, do you do small portraits? Is it big portraits? What is the norm for you? I, I work large, and there's a specific reason for that. 
I, my thing is the human face. And, and that's just what I do best and what I enjoy doing most. And anytime I've done something where the figure is smaller and it's in an exhibit together with other things, people will come and say to me, oh, you know, my favorite portrait of the collection is whatever. And I realized that they would never come and especially praise one of the paintings where the figures were smaller. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm not allowing myself to do what I do best. So I do, when I design what I'm going to do, I make sure that the heads are going to be at least a certain size, usually about eight inches. And then there are going to be things that I want to put around them. And by the time I've included everything, I have a large painting. How long does it take you to finish a painting? I've gotten faster over the years. Um, I would say a few weeks. Oh, wow. And usually, Uh how long? Under a month. How big are your paintings? I've been working a lot uh, of late in, in a 30 by 40 size. Wow. That is larger than I expected. I expected uh, you to say like 16 by 20. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. So um, I also thought to myself, do you ever do live people? Like in the olden days, all the artists, they did live models. Yes, I do. And it's wonderful to be able to have someone pose from life. That's just sort of the ultimate. Um, I... I it's always a special thrill when I get to do that. Most of the time, uh, people can't make themselves available, so it's a rare treat. Yeah, I was thinking, I suppose, you know, you could have them for a modeling session and then take some still photos of it so that you can continue well, working on it. that's what you end up doing, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this has really been a lot of great information. Um, why don't you tell us the your website for our listeners to look at your paintings? Sure. It's uh, easy to remember. It's just my name.com. It's Sylvia Castellanos, or one word, lowercase.com. And so that, you know, just in case people don't know how to spell it, it's S-Y-L-V-I-A-C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-O-S dot com perfect right mm-hmm. um and if anybody is interested in getting a painting from you they can reach you through your website yes they can right okay. right that would either be buy something i've already done or commission a new portrait absolutely oh that would be awesome and out of your travels do you have something in the future that you would like to travel and do like a whole series well, I have been doing a series because um, I have a son who actually lives in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And Georgetown University has a, a satellite campus in Qatar in the Middle East. And he is a faculty member there. So I've made several trips and I've been doing paintings relating to the people there 
and um, it's something I hope to continue doing. Oh, that would be great. And they're, they're on my website. You can see them there. Yeah, I've looked at the paintings on your website, and they're so vibrant. I, I think you do such a beautiful job. Thank you. That's, thank you very much. And you definitely... I, I try to capture life. For me, that's what it's about, capturing life and the vibrant quality of life. And you do capture their soul on your paintings. Like, I can feel the energy coming up from them and and telling me the story of their life. Well, that, that's the highest compliment anyone can pay me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being a guest. And thank you for having me. We're thrilled to have you. So thanks, everyone, for listening to another of our podcasts on Out and Out Vibes. This is Gina and Nancy. Peace out. Bye.